Hello and welcome to Empath and the Narcissist. Today I'm sharing with you a clip from a YouTube special that Caroline and myself went live on Narc Abuse TV. Today I'm sharing part three of this conversation with Caroline. Again, we had such a common ground in our experiences, completely different countries, completely on separate parts of the world, um, and yet the traits of a narcissist are the same. Common threads of love bombing and stepping on eggshells. And so we're going to get in today into part three. Enjoy. Anyhow, what we are talking about is this aspect of a man having several bad relationships, a control freak, the type of man who technically... Here's the next one. One of the things that he highlights in his article, that man lacks confidence. He has no self-confidence, but he tries to portray that he does by controlling or being a control freak over you as a woman. What are the points that you get from that section of the article? Yeah, it's just projection, 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 which is the narcissist game. It's, I have a friend who I just recorded an episode on. She'll be on the show. She experienced physical and emotional abuse. And the point where she woke up is, you know, she was dancing and playing with her kids to music. They were like toddlers. And they were having such a good time preparing for dinner. And they heard the garage door start to open. And the little boy, he was like four. And he, he, his eyes got wide. He went, he shut the music off. He wow. cleaned everything up. He put his broom away and he sat down at the table, stone cold statue, quiet. Hmm. And he said, you know, daddy's home. We got to get everything ready. And that's the moment where she said, this has got to end, you know, that control freak and his lack of confidence or whatever his was. I don't know his psyche, but they all have their different modes of operating in life. And if they can't control their family and their, their, well, they can't control themselves, they can't feel like they can control their career, their environment, and be successful, when they self-doubt, they start to control what they can, right? That's the weaker people in their life or their family or their kids. And it's, it's very detrimental. So it's just so sad to see children, you know, reacting that way. And it happens all the time. Agreed. And I had, when I read it, I, I was thinking actually about this point quite a lot because I was thinking, first of all, well, when you read it, you think, okay, everyone has insecurities and it's kind of normal in any relationship, but there's something as like chronic low self-esteem and that stems more like from, let's say, can be, can be, for example, childhood trauma, rejection of family members or friends or bullying. There's a lot of, a lot of things that could be ongoing, but... If you're in a relationship with someone who is uh, lacks self-confidence, is low in self-esteem, and then they say to you, "I love you," and then I was thinking, that's like a naked person offering me a shirt. Oh wow! <laughs> it's, what an analogy. That's pretty good. <laughs> they have to learn first to love themselves, but that cannot be you. You cannot help them or fix that. So it's 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 really. Um, it, it, it is in the beginning, maybe you feel like, hey, you know, I, I, I want to help or something, but you you cannot. And the, the solu it, it, you give a lot. 
on on your side off of you your time your energy so it's draining for you of course to reassure the person or to give that feedback or the validation sort of like external validation that that person constantly asks you as the partner in the relationship but that's the, the honeymoon phase we talked about earlier you give everything to that person and that person just takes it but they might resent you later because we all fall back into also focusing what what's important for us right to our mm-hmm. own needs so if mm-hmm. you do that uh, six months a year later it doesn't matter the time frame really but the minute you start also looking back onto what do i need in this relationship they might starting resenting you for it because they need so much of of you that they can also not give you what you need so it is it, it becomes very 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 challenging and difficult these, mm. these were my, my thoughts a little bit on it uh, a, vicious love, cycle. a vicious cycle you just mentioned i, I love your thoughts cycle. on it do you remember when this was something you experienced if you experienced it giving so much recognizing that this person is constantly taking and there's no way you can add to their self-confidence yeah i think in the in the beginning like i said you you happily do it because when you're in love you do it right you do probably more than you normally would or should um but eventually like that you hit that point of like it's it's kind of like just pouring water down the drain it just yeah there's this you never you will never you, you never get anywhere so it is not not sinking in you can try again whatever you do so it's just eventually you just become hopeless and a little bit like helpless and clueless <laughs> sort of it raises just a lot of question marks and then again you're starting just to doubt yourself did you start yeah. to find yourself not taking care of yourself not being motivated uh mm. did you find yourself trying to escape emotionally or I were others trying to tell you hey look this is not know. going well when you're around someone who is you know it has a low self-esteem there obviously have also a, a little bit of a negative energy around them that's how i experienced it always a bit negative a little bit on the mm-hmm. heavy side yeah, right and um, you try to lift this up maybe being overly positive that's also very energy training for yourself but a lot of people with low self-esteem have initially also that negative self-talk right so they see everything a little bit through different glasses they can see the sun you can see the sunset as something beautiful or you can be frustrated that's already morning right so they would choose that damn it it's morning and i would say wow look at this beautiful sunset let's get up for the day so it it's just that that's kind of slowly merges into your life that negativity and that is it's something i mean there's a lot of like motivational speakers about like you should always be positive and so on and so on you cannot i find that also a bit toxic because not every situation you can look at with a positive set of eyes but of course if it's constantly also the negative set of eyes that can have a very like negative effect on you and that's also calling a boundary for yourself again if if that's too much then you have to remove yourself a little bit so of course i personally eventually became a little bit numb let's say I, I just shut myself off from emotions because it becomes then too much mm-hmm. my mine was very i didn't really even realize he lacked self-confidence and he was so entwined 
with his dad. Like he didn't have a real job. He relied on his dad for the job. He relied on his dad for income. So it was like this weird like recycling of his money. And then we, you know, we rented from his dad. So everything was like, oh, I'll pay you. And then I'll just take the money right back. Like <laughs> It's really awful codependent thing. Never, never get to touch money. <laughs> never. No. So he, I was the just... one making the real money. And anytime I wanted to like change because it was really stressful, I just don't want to do this job anymore. It was like, no, you can't. You can't leave. Like his self-confidence was so low. He was so dependent that on his dad that I there was the control where I couldn't even make make my own life career choices. And yeah, I hated it. That that on top of the abuse, I just I just turned to alcohol. Like I heavily relied on it. And then I started drinking it during lunch because like I hate my job and I can't leave it. Like you just you feel yeah. so shoe put in such a hole. Like a box. Did you feel you felt trapped? If I may uh, ask you yeah. I felt trapped. That's kind of why I numbed myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In your but I practice. didn't realize that I had the power within me to choose. I just had to leave. I had to get that courage to leave, to regain the power back and have the freedom in my life that I had. Like I had it. It was in me. A lot of people, a lot of women who may feel tr- just as trapped and don't recognize what you just mentioned, that they actually have the power within themselves. Uh, Caroline, as a psychologist, uh, you've no doubt experienced a number of situations when you're talking with others that they feel trapped. Yeah, I think if you've, when you experience that feeling of being trapped, I've personally also experienced it. So when you have experienced it, I think we all cope differently, of course. That's one thing. I think realizing that what's going on is the hardest it's a very very tricky tricky one to be honest because raven you got out of it i got out of it but i'll be very honest whoever is stuck right now and i can relate it's not that you can just do it in a blink of an eye and you're like i'm doing it i have all the power and i'm super powerful and strong you have to grow that first you have to first return or turn inward and start the healing journey, even while you're in, in, in this toxic stock situation. And that's a challenge. I mean, you Raven, you probably have had it as well. I had it as well with people I talked to that what to do. So you have to have a bit of an action plan, yeah. even though you're already kind of like half drowning. And that's kind of, yeah. kind of challenging because the island, that safe island seems very far away. And you're, you know, you're kind of out of breath. You're exhausted, but then someone says to you, "But you keep, keep swimming, keep, keep yeah. swimming, girl." It's like it sounds easy from that island, you know, shouting over. Just keep swimming, don't worry. But it is, it is really, it's not like that. So you, you need some sort of life saver, as sort of like I always call like this, this swimming ring, you know, sort of or a safety vest to kind of at least keep you above waters and. And there are certain things that you, you should be doing. So the, I think that's also great of what I love about this show is to create awareness and that people start talking about it so that you know it can first of all happen to anyone. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what you do for a living. 
I had doctors, uh, I'm Scottish myself, Raven, you, you're, you, you're also an expert, you know, like a professional working woman, it can happen literally to everyone. So that's one thing. And then just start communicating, be open, be honest, talk to people, get some support. You can even reach out to me, probably also to Raven, you know, to not stay silent, to not suffer in silence. I think that's something so important and that I did, for example, way too long. That gets you into mm-hmm. deep depression. Can you make you it's hopeless to the extent of, of suicidal thoughts? It's, it's, it goes into worlds that we wouldn't imagine what psychological abuse or also physical abuse, of course, can do. Absolutely. To. Absolutely. And, and that aspect of feeling suicidal and, and uh, getting depressed to the point that it becomes chronic, these are actual things that are taking place, maybe even to you if you're listening to this right now or watching us right now. This is why it's very important to reach out to someone. You may have missed the red flags and you may want to lean into beating yourself up over missing the red flag. Agreed, ladies? That can happen. A person can start to really pound themselves over the head. How could I miss that? Why did I let this go on? And the reality of it is, you may need to reach out to someone so that your, your emotional center of gravity can restore itself. Your emotional compass can right itself. You just may need some help and some encouragement. And these two beautiful ladies, how they take care of themselves. And a narcissist, an individual who is manipulative, an individual who doesn't have confidence in themselves will look to tear down both of those things who you are inside the beauty, as well as the way you take care of yourself. Before you know it, you're just like them. That's why these red flags that we're talking about today is very important. Raven, you want to say something? Yeah, I want to add on to that as they want to steal your light. They're attracted to your beautiful light, your shining, radiant soul. Usually you're pure, you're open, you think everyone is kind and good, and they're attracted to that, and they want that light. So protect your light, protect your heart and your mind, and know that it's not a one and done. Caroline's right. I did not just decide one day I'm going to leave. It took me seven. I was on my eighth attempt to leave that I had to actually sign something legal that I wasn't going to leave that apartment. I didn't go to some family member's house and then go back the next day that I did seven other times before. So it just it's your own process. It's not going to be overnight. And Caroline's right. Reach out to somebody to gain that emotional support to carry you through. There are a number of scheming individuals. These 16 red flags that Falcon talks about in his article from the Minds Journal, themindsjournal.com. You can take a look at it. Red flags, 16 red flags. Now, by the way, I, I don't think I mentioned it. I think Raven did on a posting that she did. These red flags, these 16, these were described by men talking about men. It wasn't, it wasn't somebody who just had these experiences. These are men, and that's why I really wanted to go over this article, because these are men warning women about men. And they're very spot on, I tell you that, as a guy. <laughs> they're very spot on. These are things that, whether it be in a locker room to a boardroom, uh, to a billiard table, Whatever it may be that men are, they know that these things are true that are highlighted in this article. And so, ladies, beware. Take a look at the article. Pull out what works for you and ignore the rest if you so need to. Many men can find themselves, I'll put the ticker down at the bottom, 
with this statement here that is a part of the article. He talks about scheming men, a man that's a scheming type of a man. Uh, that's talked about in the article. But before we get to that, uh, there were a couple of things I wanted to put up here. I want us to touch on it briefly because it does play for some scheming men, men who are abusers, manipulators, often end up when they're in a relationship, if the red flag is missed, they're the same type of person who likes to alienate others. They'll keep you isolated. Parental alienation can come up. She also highlights this fact. You are chosen <coughs> by these abusers. Very similar to what you were highlighting uh, as well. And, and I just saw this right now. And uh, thank you, Marnie. Uh, scheming, as Paxton would say, knuckleheads. Uh, I, I, it's a, it's a down south reference uh, from Arkansas. My father was from Arkansas. He used to say knuckleheads or troublemakers. Uh, but when it comes to scheming men, have you ever had to deal with a scheming man? Uh, yeah. No, no names. I, no names. No names. I, please. Our, please, no names. No names. No names. <laughs> I even no, it, when I think when you when I saw this in the article, I thought immediately to grooming. I thought immediately to right. Is that what you're going to say to Caroline? Exactly <laughs> the same. First word, grooming. Grooming. Yeah. And what is grooming, right? Because even my you know beautiful partner now he's like, I know what all this stuff is, but I didn't know it was called grooming. So here's what it is: it's a predatory act of maneuvering another individual into a position that makes them more isolated, dependent, likely to trust, and more vulnerable to abusive behavior. I love it. And that's what they're doing. I love doing. it. I love it. That's, love it. They're like, just like I said, they're attracted to your light. They're attracted to you. Want, if you want to call it naivety, maybe you're naive, maybe you're not. They, they are attracted to smart and successful women as well because they see that you have strength, yet they, they make sure that you're highly empathetic, right? That you're a very caring person. You're a giver. And then they just take. They take and they take. Right, Caroline? Exactly. You said everything that I had also in my mind. Exactly that. When it, when it, I just have to ask. When it comes to your friends and your female friends, uh, is that a part of a conversation that you may have with them or have had? where you, you ladies are getting around and you're talking about scheming men and the things that they do? Yeah. I think now more than, than before, but definitely in, 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 I, I speak to my friends very honest. And like, for example, if, if a friend of mine, it's not all of them are married, some of them are single and some of them are dating, we are talking very openly about it. And we actually also okay, that's <laughs> um, what give a bit of a list about yeah. it, like check out, like if he's really like... <laughs> No, not a narcissist okay. or something. So that's my next one. Okay, so uh, married or single—that was one of the things. But you touched on it. And I was going to get to that too. But a list, just right now in the moment, a couple of things that you know from reference to talking with your friends that pop into your head, and you're going to warn some young, some young lady. She's she's just turned eighteen, nineteen, and he seems like the guy. He's the guy, and he makes. He just makes her walk on clouds. But there's something you recognize that he does that's a part of that list from you talking with your friends. What's on the list that she should be aware of? I think exactly what we talked about earlier. If he is too good to be true, if 
if things seem to be talking about the soulmate here um if if he feels like after first date or second date soulmate and, and he's just all over you and and he's prince charming like i said that is a red flag that's like something to watch out for um if if he is um having maybe this extreme self-esteem if he's not sharing is he a bit secretive about his family or friends or parents you know like that especially those i like where he's come from his upbringing or if you ask specific questions i my my first thing is always ask specific questions you know if he tells you a story ask very specific about certain things maybe location you know like there are certain things that you can call him out on you know but it, it, it takes an expert obviously lesson learned that way um to know but it, so if, if if now the 18 year old girl would come to me and say he's perfect I would be also check his Instagram. <laughs> Very good. Very good. So um, that's that's I think that's the first thing to do, right? Check Instagram, uh, TikTok, what else? What else there is? If that's already too good to be true, let you know. Let's let's dive deeper, you know, because what is he sharing? Is he only sharing himself there? Are you see friends? What what do you see? I mean, that's that's the perfect way to check someone a little bit. But it gives a bit of about your personality like, as well. It's like a page full of selfies. Yeah, that's yeah. probably not somebody to continue forward with. <laughs> exactly. It's it, or is guys, it just always in the spotlight? Okay, so a page of selfies and check his social media. How he interacts socially is actually one of the red flags that's highlighted uh, there. If he's a kind of guy that constantly is is only talking to women. Uh, either in person or or through social media, uh, it can really show that he, uh, well, he knows how to manipulate uh, the female behavior, and uh, he's intimidated by being around men uh, or males because they will essentially call him out on it. Uh, so great advice, uh, Raven. Any thoughts? I'm going to put something up on the screen yeah. while you're talking. I I would want to know, you know, has he talked about his mother? How does he talk about his mother? You know, um, if you're in a group setting, um, how does he talk about other girls? Like, is he like making jokes? Absolutely is great he, point. Is he making jokes that are demeaning about girls, but he's, you know, he's laughing and making light of it. Is he making a joke even to you? Like, oh, you're so, you know, you're so dumb. You're so cute, but you're so dumb. Like, that is a huge red flag. You don't ever yeah. accept that. that. That means that whatever he's joking about on the surface tenfold is what he really feels like on the inside like he really doesn't like women he has an unhealthy relationship with women and like just run like don't even go back that's what i would say i'm just thinking of like when my daughter's 18 what would i tell her <laughs> good point yeah uh, or they also start comparing you a lot with others bingo absolutely yeah. i'm sorry go ahead you're gonna say but i'm telling you as a guy i've told my daughters that many times that's one of the biggest red flags uh, that you could find uh, anything else there, Caroline, on that thought? Oh no, I was just saying they compare you a lot with other other women out there, or you know, just they call you out on it and say well, that you should maybe try this, or you know, like this. That's that's also a red flag. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. Uh, from from a from a male's perspective, I, I say this, ladies, by all means, be very careful 
when a man wants to say, well, you know, so-and-so does this, or she wears that, or she responds this way, or my ex, blah, blah. No, 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 no. That is a huge red flag that they're in a different space, time, and continuum, and they're not with you in that moment and in reality with you. They don't even see you because their mind is on something else. That's like leaving work and coming home and that's all you talk about. You're not really at home. Well, it's the same thing if you're only talking about that ex or that person or that that, woman on TV or that woman on TV or or pornography. That means they're not over her in the first place. So therefore, that's that's not cool. Like, don't even move forward. And, you you know, you could say, well, that's great for her, but I'm I'm not her. So why don't you go back to her? Because I'm not that. Let me help. Let me help you. Let me help you with that. You see this knob here? It turns and then the door opens and you can go that way back to her. Uh, I'm going to put this up here. We can do this right here. I liked what um, Brian had said about, you know, how all of this really isn't gender related to only men. We're talking about an article about men. Yes. But, you know, I have many, many female narcissists in my life and they all of these apply to that too we have uh, we have uh we have talked about a number of things um we could keep talking all day but we're not we have gone an hour and 19 minutes of talking concerning 16 red flags in a man you should stay away from an article uh by uh falcon uh, you can take a look at it uh, and uh, get his last name and look it up. It's uh, the mind journal, the mindsjournal.com. Uh, so feel free to take a look at it. Um, I, I'm looking at this man walking with the red flag and a briefcase. It could seem like if you like didn't this. have, would you say, would you say? I said, I wish they came all like this. Be easier to... <laughs> I was going to say, if you take the red flag, everybody's going to go like, ooh, he looks like a good, good choice uh, for a long-term relationship, uh, marriage, <laughs> or, you know, it could seem very safe. Not so, he, huh? He looks when like Don see... Draper. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that character in the TV show. The joys of being an old man in the room, I have no idea who you're talking about. But I'm so out of the loop. Uh, But uh, he looks like he could be a safe choice uh, if you didn't see the red flag. The red flag is not often seen. You've experienced a number of things. Uh, Dr. Hill is highlighting agreeing with Brian, as as, uh, both of you have done. Abusers are not limited by gender or roles. So... Now I get to this part of the show before we end. How would you say, words of advice, a person should go about protecting themselves? One or two things to give a summary. <clears throat> we only wanted to touch on a few of these red flags. Everybody else can go take this reference material and go from there. What would you say? I think you need to approach every relationship out of curiosity and with the mindset that you could succeed and flourish and thrive without them, right? I think you really need to be established in your self-worth and your self-love like a rock, like rock solid. And then you can approach dating and relationships out of curiosity and almost like with a bird's eye view, like, oh, that's interesting. He said this, you know, and Mm -hmm. you can kind of analyze Mm -hmm. it. If you're so entrenched in 
being accepted, feeling loved, like getting your self-esteem cup filled by another person in your dating relationship, you're setting yourself up for failure. It's like going out to battle without a helmet and armor on and no gun. Like you got nothing. You're just going out there like, hey, come love me. (laughs) And therefore you might just get trapped in a net. You might get shot down, whatever it is. But that, that would be my biggest overall key advice. What about yours, Caroline? That was beautiful said, by the way, Raven. Really nice. Um, personally, I I agree with you. I, I would probably say almost exactly the same. I think before, I'm going to go a bit more step into before you start dating, um, do the work with, your, with yourself. Because the self-love and the self-worth, or also self-awareness that you touched on, is so incredibly important, but yet so powerful. If you know your own worth, that's not arrogant. I mean, like your internal like worth and what, you know what you need, what your real needs are, what what's going on inside of you. If you have, for example, things that bother you, if you're anxious or something or other things you struggle with, don't try to find a reassurance in someone else. Do your own work. So resolve that first. Start loving yourself. And when you love yourself, you already send a total other energy to the other side. It's not the self-confidence per se, but it's that inner feeling content. And that in itself is, let's say, for a narcissist already a red flag. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> um, you probably wouldn't yeah. dare to date you, so to speak. Um, yeah. But maybe try. But then you can rely on your gut feeling. And... I think that's what a lot of people ignore, the inner gut feeling. They brush it off a lot. So my, my advice is work on yourself, prioritize yourself, self-love, self-worth, self-awareness, but also trust your gut. It is a lot of the times exactly right. And don't brush it off. Wow. Don't jump right into it. Just think about what's my gut telling me. me and Try to, to take a few days even just to to let it sit, sit with it. The few mm-hmm. days can make a difference. Hey, yeah, turn, it into, they do. turn it into 14 days. Wait, wait, no, Raven, say that again, say it again, say it again. Slow down. Yeah, I'm telling you, that, totally. you need a t-shirt. You need a t-shirt. That's it's a good one. It's Slow a good down. one, I think. That's true, especially these days with dating being also very rushed. Swipe left, swipe right, uh, DM me, et cetera, et cetera. You can be even overwhelmed in the dating world. So if you take it slow, like Raven's slogan, I think that is the way to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. Uh, both of you have been amazing uh, today uh, to join me uh, in my, uh, how can I put it, in my studio, my virtual studio when I'm still waking up, uh, Raven caught me first. I had no makeup on. I hadn't shaved my legs yet. Uh, I hadn't done my hair, any of above. But uh, all of you who have joined us, uh, we truly appreciate you. Marnie, Brian, uh, um, uh, Doobie, uh, others that were here uh, in the live, we appreciate you. If you have been uh, watching us uh, on your big screen TV, as you can do with YouTube, and uh, here at this YouTube live, Uh, 16 red flags. We appreciate you doing so. I am asking you, though, if you are watching us or will watch this back later, 
to go over to the Raven Scott show. I believe if I'm saying it correct, uh, that's uh, your Instagram, correct, Raven? Yes, and my YouTube channel. Okay, all right. And uh, follow and subscribe. Uh, follow uh, her on Instagram. By all means, subscribe to her YouTube channel as a part of the YouTube community. Uh, make sure, as I often say, let YouTube know you like her uh, by subscribing. It will let uh, them know that they should continue to push her content out to more people. Caroline Middlesdorf. Uh, I just, I love your name. I think it's like, it should be, you. You, should, you need a shirt with your entire name across it and your website right underneath it. And, and so everybody needs to say it over and over. You have been a great source of encouragement and tips for me. I still have my lavender uh, from our original show. That's an inside joke. You'd have to watch the show on my channel here. It's uh, uploaded already. Um, we're going to do some work together uh, in the future uh, with some shows. Uh, Raven, same thing with you. I appreciate both of you. If you're watching this and you have found yourself being thoroughly surprised with information that may apply to you, feel free to pass it on and share it with others. Uh, we want to make sure, as Caroline said much earlier, uh, that many as possible are aware of red flags uh, because not everyone uh, has a mom or dad or someone to give them some advice. Feel free to share that information. Both of you have just been amazing people today. Just amazing. Uh, love the coat, by the way. Nice coat. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very stylish, both of you. Uh, I, I'm going to have to upgrade my wardrobe just to hang out with both of you. Um, right now, uh, is there anything in particular, Caroline, Raven, you want to let the audience know if they want to reach out to you? Yeah, yeah, you know, I was just always... talking. Go ahead, Caroline. Sorry, it's hard to see you. I'm sorry. I know, I can't um, see you. <laughs> no, I can also not see you. So it's kind of like, of course, I knew it would happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> always, I have also now a YouTube channel. Uh, it's Caroline Middlesdorf. It's just my name. So you will find me on YouTube. I'm subscribing. Uh, share... I'm subscribing. <laughs> Thank okay, you. Bye. I am going to share helpful tips and tricks um, there. So I always like it very practical and solution oriented. But also, if you want, you can always come to my uh, Instagram account. It's the same name, Caroline Middlesdorf. Uh, and send me a DM. I give also their tips, tricks, um, and advice yes. if I can help. Mm -hmm. Great advice, by the way. I, I love so you you have some of the coolest videos. The one you did with the lime, I think it was a lime or something. I was like, yeah. what is that going to be? And it made me, I had to watch the whole thing. It's really cool. Go ahead, Raven, you were going to say. Uh, I'm going to share that today I'm going live after this to answer human design questions. And I'll share a bit more about the full moon in Virgo, which is this perfect energy to do exactly what we're talking about is evaluate your relationships, see which ones you need to release. And take a look at some of your daily habits that you're doing that can improve you to serve you and release those that are not serving you. So I'm going to be doing that live. Um, probably going to hop on after I eat a little bit and then I'll go into my show. From there. Uh, I, I think that's the first time I've ever heard you talk and you didn't plug your book. That's the first time you didn't. No, I should. Shouldn't I? <laughs> that was well, weird. I was waiting it's for all... it. <laughs> It's all, it's all over my Instagram as well. But yeah, Empath of the Narcissist, it is truly a healing guide for people pleasers. So you can find it on Amazon. Every chapter has a meditation, a healing, a journal prompt, something, something to help you, give you the tools to navigate the situation you're in and to heal. 
Well, uh, thank you, ladies, both very much. I wanted to make sure we got this time to, together on this particular article. Um, everybody, please feel free to say goodbye, but um, I need to do something here. I made a little something for you to end the show. Um, mm -hmm. It's uh, a little music, but I put a picture with it, too. Something simple. Uh, everybody, we love each and every one of you, but we've got to go, all three of us. You will see us again uh, next week. Uh, you will get more shows right here on Narc Abuse TV Network. And uh, we truly appreciate you. Have a very great weekend. And ladies, I love each and every one of you very, very much uh, for all the hard work you do in helping others. Thank you for doing this today. Everybody, have a great weekend. Thank Wow, what an incredible conversation. Thanks for listening. I really enjoyed having that conversation with them and look forward to it again soon one day um do me a favor if this was powerful for you as well please take a screenshot and share it to your social stories and tag me at raven scott show and swipe on down and click the five star rate and review this podcast if you need some inspiration of what to write about you can write this podcast is very powerful and inspiring i'm just reading some of the reviews here already uh, if you can't lead yourself, you can't lead others, and each episode gives you the mindset and clarity that you need to help you unlock your true potential. Wow, you can just express how you're feeling about right after you listen. So inspirational. Wow, what an amazing podcast. You really bring such incredible content to the table. Everyone should tune in. So just some ideas for you there. Thanks so much for rating and reviewing this podcast. Until next time. Well, tomorrow, actually. And remember, always keep your unique light shining.